1: Looking Balls This is our 2018 Season Primer For Collingwood My name is Heath And we're going through Each side And I just want to note At the top This is before The draft uh, has been done So we don't know Their draft picks For this year But uh, Josh what, what do you think Collingwood got out Of season
0: 2017 Well look, the Collingwood is a Well supported club But lads Strap in Because this is going to be A fucking bumpy ride um, What they got out of it Was that um, Buckley did just enough to keep his job. I
1: think he's shown some promise, but it's been the biggest talking point all year for him. He showed Buck promise in job. junk
0: time. like In the last four rounds, They, I think they won won the last four, didn't they? No, no. They lost, I think, six of the last eight, something like that. Yeah, I thought they, they
1: finished put, strong. No, they no. were pretty shit. They went shit house, yeah. Um, but he'd already signed on by, by that time. So what I mean, do you think, Brent? What do you see, see out of their last well, year?
2: Well, I feel like that they sort of did a they cut their nose off to spite their face by claiming a victory by keeping Buckley. And yeah. I feel like there's something not right there. You don't know what it is. I mean, injuries obviously been a concern and they're a real concern. Like, you've got to give them that. But they're, the players that they've held on to through the season haven't really stepped up into roles where you're just unsure what their game plan really is. Like, is it just um, having a, a clean out of older players or like, are they looking for tall players that can be effective or are they looking for that short running game? Uh, I mean... Trelaw has obviously been the standout of the year, and quite rightly so. Um, but obviously Pendlebury's getting older. Uh, Swan's tired. Well, you talk about that. Like Trelaw, Adams, Pendlebury, uh,
0: Grundy, I- I'd have them in my side. They'd walk into just about any side in the comp. Yeah, okay. and
2: so who do you fill them? Fill around them with? And yeah. I don't think they've really know that at well, all.
1: That's it. Their midfield's good. It's the bookends they're having trouble with. And you're right, injuries is there, but when Buckley came in, it was a bit of a clean-out. They said they had the Rat Pack there, and you know. So he had to get rid of some of them for culture reasons and the rest of it. Um, And I'm not saying that's the wrong thing, but you got rid of Heath Shaw. He went on to -to back-to-back All-Australians at at GWS. Um, Okay. I I don't think
0: that was such a bad thing. I don't think he was ever going to... Become the player He's, he is at Collingwood. He
1: well, I mean, he won a premiership at Collingwood, but his, his best seemed to be behind him, and it seemed like the fresh start was what he needed. And yeah,
0: a yeah. little bit of a kick up. I think the had he well. stayed, he wouldn't wouldn't have uh, achieved. Well, he wouldn't have become the player he is.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Same with Daisy Thomas.
1: Well, <laughs> well Daisy Thomas is <laughs> a, was a great, that, that was just a gift. <laughs> that, that, I can't believe that uh, Mick Malthouse decided to do that for him. Yeah. On, on his way out, but
2: I reckon he got a piece of that action puzzle. there for 700k a year.
1: I don't know. It does feel a little bit though. Like they've got, over the last three or four years, a lot of uh, trades and free agents that they've targeted. Yeah, And it seems a lot of them have come in and gone, ah, oh, I've made it. Yeah. And they're relaxed, rather than that, that hunger. And they, yeah, they've had injuries and they've had bad luck along the way, but that's life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not just that, though. Like It you can't up, be just that. You yeah. pick up a player like Daniel Wells. Great player. I'm a massive fan. No, he's not. He's an old, old player. He's a great player when he's playing.
1: Which was, what, 2012?
0: Yeah, well, it yeah. 2011? Yeah. Was the last well, time he played was the last contract year? Probably the last time he played 22 games, yeah. But, uh, you know, in the games he played, he was great. But you can't you can't put a player like him on a three-year contract. Well, obviously you can. They did. They did. But uh, it, it just seemed... That's what they wanted to do, and the, it's the best thing for Daniel Wells to take it. But they did the same with Maine.
1: I, I, I drove past uh, Collingwood training on Monday, I think. or might have been last Friday and Wells was walking along the sidelines. He wasn't training. so Well, yeah. that's no good. I know it's only early. It's only November, but, but yeah, still, it's just another one. You
2: need those people to be, you know, um, sort of submitted to whatever direction they're trying to head. And I feel like I just can't understand what the game plan is with their recruiting as well. Because yeah. you got Wells, yep, yeah, good player. Main, eh, you're, you're still paying Frio to for his pleasure for playing in twos.
1: Try to get rid of him this offseason, and yeah. I
2: couldn't. I mean, got rid of Cloak, but I don't really understand why you get those players in when you're not going to be playing for premierships and I don't understand what you're hoping to get out of them you're going to get some like serviceable players but are you really breeding the culture that's going to have success in like three three to five years no, especially when there's a glaring emission up forward yeah, like, they're, they're, yeah. ones, oh, they're, they're back, they're back. Yeah. well Ben Reed's slot, slot okay. down here.
1: he's good oh, he, he's uh, been better than average who's the next one
2: exactly well you got um, Darcy Moore who I think yeah. is still, still coming but I think that's the right move to make is to back him back him yeah. and have more players around his age so they can grow up together in that club and then see where they lead you only need a couple of leaders and Daniel's going to come to that club and yeah. like dictate where they're going to go
1: if Collingwood were sitting third or fourth and they got those players in you say okay we can see yeah. you're trying to get that one extra win a year yeah. you know, out of those yeah. top up players and paying overs for them as well but when mm-hmm. you're sitting twelfth and you're trying to get one extra win a year you're like why?
0: Yeah, you don't really want that.
2: It it's,
1: it's smacks of I need this. I need. Yeah, I need well, to hold on. Maybe,
0: maybe you just got confused. Like Maine and Predos look pretty close. Uh You know, you could you could look at them and go, "Oh, we got a Brownlee melist and a uh, Eagles champion." No, we got Maine. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, maybe they
1: even thought, "Oh, no, no, he's the one from Frio." Oh, Mundy Yeah, he's great. He's great. <laughs> no, no good. No good. Um, I, I don't even know how many games he played this year. Like it was less than four, though. I yeah, it wasn't me. much. Yeah, and
2: I mean, was and still, they weren't good. And they're paying Frio for him as well. Still, this he's put. Uh, hang on, yeah, yeah they're paying so they're, him. Yeah, yeah
1: they, they've taken him off Frio's books, and yeah. Frio are very happy for it.
2: it Which is crazy.
1: But the sad thing is, like, the longer Buckley goes on coaching, the more I like him.
2: Yeah, well, it, from a Richmond' perspective, I do.
1: <laughs> not just that, um, but he's such a good media person. and yeah. he oh, says he is, what he yeah, means, he and you know, you call people out. Um, yep. When it's worthwhile, and uh, you know he, he does say things like he, he takes ownership of it. Okay, he did take ownership and say, "If we don't make finals this year, I think I'm going to be sacked." Yeah, they didn't make finals. Signed a two year extension, but yep. you know that's not his fault. Somebody waves it under my nose. I'm signing the bastard too.
2: Well, of course, mm. it's not like he's yeah going to um, take up Gold Coast job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, um, what are their highlights though? They, they had some, they did have some highlights in 2017, beating Hawthorne the 50 point comeback, mm. Um, mm. and. I don't know if you remember the game. At halftime, uh, I, I thought Buckley was going to get sacked before the third quarter. The crowd was calling for it.
2: Yeah. What round was that in again?
1: It was like 11 or 10.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, round nine.
1: There you go. It was pretty close. Um, now, I was watched watch the game closely, obviously. Hawthorne weren't that good to get that 50-point lead. Like yeah. Collingwood were shit. Yeah. It was. Collingwood were giving Hawthorne the ball. They fixed themselves up and sorted it out and looked... Like a you know an unbeatable side after
2: that. And it was if, that's one of the few times they've actually done that during the year. Cause a lot of times they either had a great first quarter and fell off, or they had a pretty shit first quarter and never recovered. Uh, there was only a few games where they really sort of stuck in there in the a yeah. sort of tooth and nail sort of win. And I thought the one for them was um, yeah. the one point win over Sydney. Over Sydney, at their grinding CC. it up there. Exactly. It was always close, always hard fought. And Sydney are a team that notoriously will grind out a win yeah. in those sorts of conditions. And especially coming kind of playing away from home, that's some big losses at home. Uh, So playing away, especially at SCG, I don't know if it's a travel, brought that team together, but I thought that was their best performance of the year.
1: Especially because a few years ago, they had the wood over Sydney, always. They used to play at um, Homebush. Yeah, that's Um, right. And then last time they went up to Sydney, I think they got done by 100, and Dane Swan played one minute in his last last game ever. Yeah. So they went up there, and like you said, it was just a grind. It was a real, it was a five-round yeah. A unanimous decision.
2: And going to the like game, one, there, was, there was no reason why they should have won. Everything was against them. No. They're playing away from home. They're in shit form. It was, it was Buddy's S- 250th, I think. S-
1: Sydney had their backs against the wall. Yeah. Lost two or three in a row. This
2: made it Looking one more. for the top two or three, whatever, would have made a difference to home home game finals or whatever. Uh,
1: towards the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. They were still winless at that stage, Sydney. So, uh, commonly, no,
2: really right, I was
1: looking at something else. Um, I put Daniel Howe down as a highlight as well yeah I, I thought he's really matured and become a weapon off halfback yeah. everyone knows he's got his big marks and jeez took some this year again yep robbed of a medal um
2: yeah absolutely absolutely was. robbed not a good question about that it's amazing
1: when the on Jeremy the Howe you mean Jeremy yeah. Howe yeah. yeah so um, Daniel
2: yeah, yeah. Jeremy Howe yeah the, the only uh, Howe I was confused <laughs> but, oh hang on what
1: I didn't even know I said Daniel I just thought I just said Howe
2: well, I don't know his fucking first name yeah,
1: <laughs> um even on the night when they awarded the uh, the yeah. medal <laughs> yeah. to Danaher, and how has gone.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, wow! <well>. Because <laughs> that
1: Danaher mark was nice, hmm. but you know it's a.
2: It was lucky the mark of the week. If it was, if it was diving, I don't, I don't think it was. Yeah.
1: If it was diving, you give it a seven out of ten. Yeah. And you're like oh yeah yeah he, he did he reached yeah. up in degree of
0: difficulty it. of you know one point three.
1: Howes was an absolute screamer that they showed for weeks. <laughs> they showed yeah. it in America. They're still the showing it yeah um I, I do believe that you can go back and YouTube views will tell you
2: yeah and that's how it should be
1: and it's back in the day remember uh, Andrew Walker yeah who took that, that scream over Carlisle didn't win mark of the year yeah and it's still being talked about that mark yeah that's how Jeremy Howe's mark's gonna be talked about
2: absolutely and it'll be one of those highlights and it'll be like just that star next to it yeah it did not win mark of the year and yeah. that'll be the story of that yeah. mark
1: but it's, it's the one they remember yeah um but besides his marking I thought he became A much better footballer And a leader
2: Yeah Yeah and I feel like He was a bit more um, uh, Diverse in his positioning As well yep. Like he could play A little bit forward and back Which I mean is always handy Well part of The reason he can get those marks Is he reads the ball so yeah, well doesn't he? Yeah yep. And
0: uh, you know That's a skill that any You'd love any player He's to have
1: Very eastern woodish Except he can leap About a foot higher mm.
0: Yeah I mean, yep. Shit! If, if Mason Cox could read the game that well, he would. Wow,
1: he's, I actually thought Mason Cox improved this year. Again. He did his part. I, I agree. He, he could really go backwards. Do, yeah,
2: and great value on social media as well. So of course he's. I mean, he's endearing himself to the fans. Idiot.
1: I think he said he's going to get citizenship now, or has he already Is he got really? it? Yeah, could have. I don't he's, know. he's looking at it. So he's going to. In the fast track, he's going to hang around. Yeah, if he's not careful, he will end up playing <laughs> the NBL.
2: <laughs> Um, I also thought that uh, Will Hoston Elliott had for his best season of his career. Got better. Uh, I think it's his fifth season in four. Was a four with GRS or five with GRS? Can't remember the top yeah, of my about head. that. But um, I think it's the most games he played this this for uh, this year for his entire career. Yeah. Um, I think he was one go of, of a full season and he's best yet. And that was following obviously Trelaw across in GWS. West. Yep. I feel and like Adams. Yeah, and I feel like he can be a sort of a multi position player as well. Yep. Um, I think he averaged 6.2 contested possessions per game, which is good for someone coming into a team.
1: Yeah, and still a skinny lad too. Yeah,
2: and, and their midfield is strong, so you're, you're competing with people who are already donning those contested possessions. So I feel like he's someone that can ease that pressure off Trelaw. I yeah. think he can actually. Um, be a leader in that club and make it one of his own. And that's going to be the key to adding that next cultural step to that club with Chalor and those people taking hold of that midfield.
1: Yeah. Um, let Pendlebury do the thinking, they yeah. can do the running. Yeah. And there's a few games this year where Pendlebury, you go, okay, they would not have won if he wasn't out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, he's got to be um, the quarterback. Off the top of your head, who won uh, Collingwood's Best and fairest this year? Grundy.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom.
1: Josh, you got a guess? Adams, Steel, Sydbotten, oh, really? been, like, been yeah, top five for five years in a row, and he pulls out his first uh, yeah. Copeland Trophy. Um, well deserved. I thought he, he's a, one of those great players, week in, week out, with, Yes. Yeah. without being a superstar.
0: Well, if you had have said uh, Adams, Cybottom, Trelaw, or Grundy, I would have, I would have accepted oh, any of them. Yeah. Yeah, because um, it does uh, depend too on how different clubs do their best in Paris. Some the of voting, them do top twenty, some yeah. of them do top two.
1: Voting systems are very weird. Out of those names, you read out Trelaw was the only one that wasn't in the top five. but what? really? Yeah, but he didn't play as many games. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. But Grundy was the other big one. He was all Australian contention um, yeah. for quite a while.
2: Fewer wins, and I think he might have got there. Yeah, um, he's I, never. I still think he was unlucky. He's...
1: Yeah, I, I, I had him probably third. Yeah. Uh, behind, had Jacobs was my Australian Ruckman.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, just slightly behind Sean Grigg. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that. I love it. We've got all off season for this shitposting. Ruckman. <laughs> um,
1: he's never been terrible, but he's always been undersized. Yeah. And uh, this year, he really went up leaps and bounds, including taking an absolute screamer as well.
2: And also in the clutch, he was very good, um, especially around these defensive uh, 50. I thought he, yeah, reliable. he was very, very reliable, yeah.
1: Um, he's really turned into what Josh Fraser should have been. Mm. Yeah. Or what they hoped uh, out of Josh
0: Fraser. Um, but he, he's been great. It'd be interesting how he evolves, too, because he, he plays very much the, the Goldstein style ruckman. I like the gas tank is so important to him. Um, but he's not afraid of the the physicality, too. I mean, yeah. he nearly killed Ben Brown. But um, well, he's built like He Man. So. He is. He's a. He's a strong bastard,
1: and he's a ruckman you can handball to. Yeah, you, you yeah. can <laughs> trust him. He's not going to fuck this up.
0: Because there's what maybe three of those in the AFL. Yeah, about that, no, it's
1: not many. <laughs> if there's more, it's, it's five tops.
0: But it, 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 he does seem to be that midfield ruckman kind of thing. Like yeah, the the yeah. bloke who you can trust with the ball. You know, not as much as you trust you know your, your first string midfielder. But uh, he's definitely not uh, not at the bottom of that list.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, he knows his limits and his capabilities too. Yep.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, probably one of the smartest ruckmen going around which you know again to be fair low barred s- small league. field but, but uh, yeah. I've sky's limit for that bloke
1: okay so what are the low lights then for Collingwood uh, and the obvious one is nine and a half wins it's not really heading upwards is it and that's four years in a row outside the finals
0: I'd say their low lights are losing all of their premier games like uh, Dreamtime at the G uh, not Dreamtime the G, Anzac Day. Anzac Day. Yeah. They, Ball didn't, Ball they didn't win Dreamtime on the G yeah. either. No, they didn't. They <laughs> did not. <laughs> they makes it's makes
2: t- 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 <laughs> Ten years in a row. Um, <laughs> I think they lost twice to Carlton. So. <laughs>
1: no, they, they beat Carlton this year. Did they? But they didn't beat Richmond, didn't beat Essendon. Um, so that makes it a bit harder for them. I feel yeah, like they lost to
2: Essendon twice. I mean, I feel like there were a couple of lowlights. The first one, in regards to wins and losses, the first one was Carlton in round seven, where uh, they kicked eight goals, eight, twelve goals, seven. And it was just coming off of a massive win against Geelong at the MCG. Yeah. And so you felt like, I mean, they didn't start great. They're coming back, they, yeah. They had a win against Sydney at S C G round three. You know, I think it was a loss in between there. Now they're playing, beat Geelong, playing um, Carlton, and, yeah, just actually putting in the most, most pathetic effort. And, um, yeah, got spanked.
1: And if I remember from that game, made Daisy Thomas look good. Yeah, mm. yeah,
2: exactly. I'm pretty sure that was the game where... Uh, Vice, Vice Sports were reporting on, weren't they? Was that that or was that last year? No, I think they do Port in Adelaide four. games. No, no, Vice Media where they had the doco, the short uh, doco. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. it that game or yeah. was it last year game? I don't know. No, it was that game. That game? Yeah. Man, let's go Pretty with sure. that anyway. Um, so yeah, I thought that was their first worst performance. The second one was actually the draw over the Crows. Uh,
1: the Adelaide game. Yeah. Should have sewn that one up.
2: Ridiculous. I mean, they were ahead by nearly ten goals in the third quarter. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think halftime what was it? it was like. Nine six to three goals, to fuck all or something like that, um, and so yeah, nearly nearly ten goals ahead. Um, they led everything for that game except for marks inside fifty, which they yeah. lost uh, thirteen to three or something, so or eight eight to eighteen, and yeah, after half time they kicked six or seven to thirteen goals three, Yeah, which yeah. is just Fucking ridiculous. It, it
1: became a procession, and a lot of that was a
2: final quarter, in yeah. the last 10 minutes. And it still took a, a mark from Mitch Govan yeah. to kick the goal off, Sarah and get the draw, and they still they put everyone back at the back lines. What yeah. are you doing?
1: Uh, all you have to do is, is spoil that ball. Nobody gets a running yeah. leap at it.
2: And at halftime, you can see where you are losing the game. It's yeah. marks inside 50. So, hey, put some big man back in there, and do uh, let's plug that hole.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I'll mark that down, too, because that was... Um, it ripped the guts out of them. So. Yeah. It yep. was, they had that one. They were, you know, Adelaide were on top of the ladder. They were yeah. Really going to run away with
2: that. I think the
0: same thing happened in the GWS game, which was just after they uh, had that insipid loss to Carlton. They went over to GWS, over to Spotless. Um, blew them away in the first quarter. I think the, they went in about four goals up, five goals up in the first quarter and then sort of even for the whole thing and then just giant yeah. steal it at the end.
1: Like Brenton said, they had a good first quarter and then couldn't run
0: it out. You know? yeah. and that happened to them a few times in the year. But usually it's been GWS that's been suffering from that in the previous seasons.
1: Oh, they usually have a good three quarters and then oh, fuck this, we're yeah. done.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, unfortunately Stevie J managed to put the game beyond them right at the last moment. And
1: didn't he enjoy that? Teaching youngsters oh, uh, how to
0: do it. Sure, so he wouldn't, wouldn't no. have mentioned it much.
1: All right, let's have a look at their list then for 2018 mm-hmm. and a very uncharacteristic off-season. No real big names coming in Collingwood this year. Yep. Uh, they've got one trade in, which was Sam Murray, who you've never heard of, who nope. uh, was uh, up in Sydney. Let's um,
2: pretend we have. Great I, player to pick up for, for Collingwood. Yeah, I don't think he's played a game. Um,
1: and I think he's a bit of a come home, yeah, we, we'll pay nothing for him, we've got him. Yeah, so there's no, no Alex Morgan. <laughs> no Alex Morgan, no. No no Mitch Clisby either. <laughs> um, so they're outs though. They lost uh, Lachlan, Lachlan Keefe. I always want to call him O'Keefe. It just seems sounds right. right, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah but then Lachlan, I'm not Lachlan,
0: yeah,
1: um, who really decided to hit the hit the white powder at the wrong time, because he was coming into his own as a backman. Uh was he
2: part of the butero yeah, thing? Right, he, he yeah. was.
1: Uh, him and jo- was it Josh Thomas? Um, they were yeah, the two so. that had to sit out what, a year, a year and a half, yeah, something like that. Thereabouts. Never, he never got back. No, no. Um, you know, and Collingwood stood by him and paid him, you know, and said we still got a spot on the list for you, but. That's a long time out, and he, he couldn't cover it. The Essendon boys could, yeah, he couldn't. Yep,
2: yeah. The, the Tigers boys time. don't get caught. So, so that's it.
1: Um
2: <laughs> hey, they haven't come back from the end of your trip yet. Wow, this is true, and they're not coming back well, until they're well and truly that, clean. Or they're just taking the pure stuff <laughs> rather <laughs> than stuff that's mixed in with steroids. Um, well, ben, they did go straight to, to Hong Kong, didn't they? So they are probably go to the manufacturer. And <laughs> just like the doing sauce. swabs on the t- yeah. mixing tanks and shit.
1: Um, that'd be a good one if you sent... Uh, sent your Coke to uh, Asada. Can you check this out for me?
2: (laughs) Here's my protein powder. Here's my Coke. If only you did that with your dick pills.
1: (laughs) Um, And Ben Sinclair uh, also. who's one of those players. He was, you know, the 15th to 20th best player. Yeah. um, But uh, just never took the next step. And a couple of others had come up behind him. And a couple of injuries here and there. And never get consistent game time. So... Um, No massive loss. Um, But Jesse White. um, Huge cultural loss.
2: (laughs) Apparently. Huge cultural loss.
1: um, He's pulled up stumps. Again, just had all the tools. Could have been an athlete in just about any
2: sport it looked like. Yep.
1: Just not footy, unfortunately.
2: Has he been picked up on another sport? No. No? I feel like he uh, could go to basketball or something. I mean, AFLW. (laughs) You
1: You never know. Um, I, I haven't kept up on, on what he's doing he
2: probably got a gig on the UFC Sydney card because that was pretty pathetic so yep there you go he, he looks like a hybrid fighter he yeah.
1: reminds me of a Ben Shorb yeah Ben Shorb Brendan Brendan Shore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on fire um I don't know. After you know, Ty Vickery's pulled the pin, and you, I read some of the articles about him. He said, you know, the the social media backlash it really got to him and yeah. weighed him down. why he was. Well,
2: I mean, why they keep I, reading it to him then? Obviously, yeah. he tied that well and truly behind the vote yes and gay marriage. So I just <laughs> tried to slide it through. Same day it style. Was. Yep. Um,
1: You know, and it said he, he lost his love for footy. I imagine Jesse White is very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, same. He had two clubs. They you were know, giving it to him, but uh, anyway, he moves on to the next part of his life. So. 2018, uh, the the draw for Collingwood. I mean, Collingwood get a favourable draw, but I'm of the opinion that if somebody's going to, you know, it's not their fault.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot of clubs go. We want to host Collingwood because they'll bring a crowd. Yeah. That's your advantage. Yeah. You weren't.
0: Well, the other thing is too. We. Could, it's easy to say, oh, this is a good draw. This is a bad draw. But how often does a good draw become a good draw? You, y- you never not go- know. No. You don't yeah. know because. Uh, Last season, season before, you were like, "Oh fuck, got to play Frio twice," and then they turned out to be Spuds because yeah. they lost, you know, um, their players. But um, on paper, looks pretty good for Collingwood. But who can I mean, say?
1: Their double ups are Richmond and Essendon. First off, I think they're, there's four losses right there. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be hard. But they can surprise. You know that they do that. Collingwood they can jump up at other big games. Yep. Doubling up against Carlton, that's danger.
2: Yeah. For them because they should these, win. These are these are pride games too. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but. Carlton, just like Collingwood. Sometimes they come up for the big occasion. Yep. Um, and Brisbane and Frio. And Frio could be on the rise this year too. You never know. Well, They should uh, be. Still with waiting fit, for it, yeah. With a fully fit Fife. Yep. Um, who looked like an absolute monster in the uh, international rules.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, Frio should have been, you know, top three probably the last three years. A couple of years.
1: Yeah. The worst thing they ever did was uh, win a minor premiership.
0: They've been down since then. Pretty much. Or we'll sign an eight-year contract.
1: Well, that doesn't help either. No. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so who who are we looking for a big year this year for for Collingwood?
0: Well, I don't think you can ask much more from their top tier. Like yeah. uh Adams, Trelaw, um
1: stay the course, keep yeah. improving. So I,
0: I think guys like uh well they need um Howe to take that even it's another step car. up. Uh Ben Reid, need a big one from him. Yep. Um and uh, little fucking Jesse fucking Jamie James, Elliott Jamie Elliott Jamie Elliott. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Elliott's the one. He got their leading goal kicker as a small guy and yeah. only playing I think Injured. 17 games I can say,
1: and sat games on the bench yeah had
0: yeah. a massive injury preseason, wasn't it but I think they need someone in the forward line to help him out because
2: he is a magic player every team would want one
1: well I think that's it they need Jamie Elliott to play consistent games yeah. and Darcy Moore
2: yeah that's yeah. it I yeah. think Darcy Moore is one they're looking, looking out for to be that standout but, and you're looking for him to just consistently improve but they need both of them yeah so that's the point yeah. they need both yeah.
1: of them together because one feeds off the other
2: yeah you know, And
1: uh, especially when Darcy reads the ball Really really well mm. And yeah. he's got a good Set of hands So if everyone's Worried about him Little Jamie Elliott Taking screamers Over the top yeah. tap, tap dancing his way To the goal square But I
2: mean Jamie Elliott Has that ability to I mean always play A bit more down the field yeah. um, And not just be Sat in the forward line As long as you can get Darcy Moore to Really be that key focus For yeah. that forward line I mean, he could almost be doing, like, a green for G2S, yeah. where he can run down, you know, yeah. take those hangers and actually have a connecting play. Because that's the missing the connecting players. Um, I was thinking James H is due to do something after some injuries and, <coughs> well, don't fuck all.
1: I've, I've got him under my... Uh, <coughs> he's in trouble.
2: Yeah. I honestly yep. thought they'd fuck him off.
1: Yeah. I, I was surprised he, he made it through
2: the, the offseason. Yeah. Well, do you have any more uh, t- people to look out for? One. All all right, one more. We'll go that.
1: Because when you have those two guys uh, in uh, Darcy Moore and Jamie Elliott firing... It means guys like Alex Fasolo yeah. can get under that radar. He yeah. kicked six goals in a, in a game this year and turned the game around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he can do that. He can pop up. He doesn't need to do it week in, week out. Yeah. But if you've got your consistent guys and then you've got the, the slightly fringe players, although yeah. he's been around a fair while now. I feel like him
2: and, him and Cybottom could be the same player. <laughs> they could be the same person. <laughs> Just a moustache in yeah. between. Yeah. But the thing with them, like Collingwood's top five,
0: they're... they're all Australian contention. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not their stars that are a problem. Contention, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, It's you can't really say anyone's a walk-in these days if, you know, it, it's always... You couldn't say any, any of the players are robbed either, though. Yeah, yeah. But it's guys like, you know, uh, Langdon, Broomhead, Dunn. They need to step up. You know, get to that... The ne- They need to be better, but it's also your bottom five and your best 22. Yeah, well,
1: I'd put Dunn in there. He, he's... Done all right, you know. You come across from, uh, you come from across from Melbourne? Um, yeah. But I- his role isn't to be a star; it's to, you know, make sure guys like Tommy Hawkins are only kicking three goals instead yeah. of six. You know, um, he's got a hell of a boot on him when he wants yep.
2: to. I mean, that could just be a fault in Collingwood's game plan that you got to play like that, and that's yeah. what you're trying to do with them. Because, yeah, I think you really need. Um, you Almost see backmen to be midfielders these days to be able to run the ball out of at a backline because uh, the tall timber that can take marks in centre off backline just aren't really there at this yeah. moment. Mm. Uh, and you, you look at you know teams that have success with that with
0: uh, Western Bulldogs with uh, JJ just running and booting and say with Bashir Huli. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's it.
1: Um, and the obvious ones, uh, sorry, uh, on the on the outer, it, yeah. the, the guy's in trouble. I mean, Maine we've already spoken about. Yeah, uh, it, it's obvious he's not. He, he's
0: 400k a year and he's not delivering. Varco. Mm. Yeah, Ch- he's still around, is he? Exactly, Amazing, he's, isn't it? He, he played a couple. Um, yeah, didn't didn't really set the world afire. Easy either. to forget. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. So, they've I mean, got they've got their forgettable players. Yeah,
2: like uh, you said, yeah. it's like Daniel Wells is heading down that path, that Varko path, where coming with some a great season and from a good, well, actually not a good club, but
1: yeah, had a couple of good games. But yeah, and that's yeah. it. I think you know what, what's what are they hoping out of Daniel Wells for this year? Like they're hoping well, he plays fourteen games.
2: Yeah. You know and, and contributes oh, I think they there. for 24 games, <laughs> maybe 25, yeah, they, but they can't be right like, yeah, mm.
1: you cannot expect that from him. Yep. He just doesn't have it in him.
0: Well, even compare like comparing Wells and Varco, Wells has got him covered. He, he averaged more possessions, did more with it, even though he played fewer games. Yeah,
1: averages, though. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but if but, you, have,
0: yeah, I'd rather have a player have three good games and be out for the rest of them than have five shitty games and be a liability, yeah.
2: which yeah. is what Varco was. I also think Jared Blair, I mean, he's got to be. Almost just about done Is he still playing? He's still yep. going around Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Averaging 12 disposals So he's doing yeah. buck all Going he, into his ninth season
1: He's up forward a lot and it's Sort of um, If Elliot wasn't injured you don't, I don't think Jared Blair would get As many games
2: Yeah Yeah I think he might Struggle to find a job <laughs> But it seems like I don't know if uh, Collingwood just got Lots of cash thrown around But they keep a lot of people On their books That I feel like Yeah It's, just, it's not really The way to go forward They're missing mm. that star
1: Aren't they? Do
2: you, do you yeah. think Young Josh Dacos Can be something?
0: I haven't seen enough of him. I mean, he's only played two games.
1: Yeah, he, he debuted this year, so you just don't know um, what he could turn out to be. Um, it's a bit like if you go to Co- uh, Carlton side of it, Jack Silvani. Well, we haven't seen much from Jack Silvani. And he's, yeah. a, he's a, uh, a year ahead of Dacos, um, so just, just don't know. I mean, he, he could become anything, or he could be forgotten in two years' time.
0: Well, what I find will be tough for him is the fact that he's the same height as uh, Jamie Elliott. Uh, And a few kilos lighter, but yeah, but he's younger too, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, if you had to pick, who am I going to put in the spot? Jamie Elliott. Of course you do.
1: I mean, but um, young Dacos is only second year player. Yeah, no, it's true. You're really going to this year. I think his goal would be half a dozen games. Yeah. If he got more than that, he'd be over the moon. Mm. You know, you're not looking for too much from him. Um, And they're certainly not going to cut a favourite son, you know, a father son. Oh, hell no.
0: If he did, Essendon or Carlton would pick him up just out of spite. Out of spite. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Um, So they were 13th with nine and a half wins. Where have you got them finishing in 2018?
2: Got massive gains here up uh, one spot to 12th. I feel like it's going to be another treading water uh, season. I feel like they haven't done enough on the trade table. They haven't done enough. Uh, We'll see how their uh, drafting goes, but you're not going to, it's going to make a turnaround in one year. And uh, really just don't see what their game plan is going forward. Like, they've got players there, but I don't see how they're going to utilise them or what is the actual strategy. It seems like, get some good players and we'll figure out the rest later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: I think they're they're playing catch-up in game plan. It seems like they're playing uh, the way the Premier did two seasons back. Yeah. Like, they're, they're behind the curve in terms of uh, football tactics and strategy. And maybe that's going to change with the whole new football, football department in there. But um, I, I don't see them moving up. I see them sitting 14th.
1: Yeah. T- so you've got going down again. Look, I said 12th, but look, we're all around the same ballpark. And realistically, they've gone down every single year since Buckley's been there. Yeah. yeah. If this is the year where they don't go down, it's like, you'd want to be going yeah. further up than that.
2: I mean, I think what they need is like a, a football first coup. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to work for us, so. Although, to be fair, if, if they have
0: signed Buckley on two years, they've got to leave him for the two years. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Well, no, no, I are going to bottom out this year if, or next year.
1: If last year was the big, you know, Buckley, this is his year on the line and he signed for two years, I think this year is going to be who goes, Buckley or Eddie. Yeah. It yeah. People are starting circling for Eddie. There is no doubt Collingwood is much better off having Eddie Maguire at oh, the helm. sure. They yeah. were a basket case when he took over. Yeah. Now they're set for life pretty yeah. much, but um, I think any club to have somebody like that at their helm would be lucky.
0: Well, they are the, the Ferrari, if you like, but of the AFL. <laughs> exactly. Like, like with, the, with the thing in F1, Ferrari, if they have a great Formula 1 season, their road cars are shit. And I feel yeah. like Colin was the same. When they have a great off-field sort of run, <laughs> their on-field team sucks. Yep. Well,
1: then they've had a great off-field then. Uh, sorry, a shit off-field, because they've done nothing. Yep, that's uh, exactly right. In the off-season. So, maybe that's all they need. No, I meant as in the, the, the back of house. Yeah. Well, uh, they lost Gary Pertz.
2: Dane Swan, CEO, confirmed. <laughs> He's
1: already put his <laughs> hand up for the uh, uh, Socceroos job, so oh, that's right, he yeah. might be busy. Um, but He yeah. did fit in well in Russia. Yeah. So we've got him 11th, 12th and 14th, um, so that's not much movement up from last year. Um, I did consider for this one, we might just do it as two seconds and fuck Collingwood and that would please everyone else, but I think they're without doing anything, there's still an interesting story for the you know I, They're the, always going
0: to be an interesting story. The worst thing is, and this will probably be the biggest insult I could give to any Collingwood uh, supporters, is that... I don't hate them right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. don't. They're just not important. I don't see them winning and going fuck those guys. I'm just like,
2: oh, just I can't. It, win. There's a few players I hope that hope do well,
0: yeah. which
2: I guess to a Collingwood supporter is like, no, no, we want them to fucking hate us. It is well, pretty sad to see a sparse Collingwood crowd at the MCG. Yeah.
1: yeah, it doesn't happen often. Yeah, yeah. but um, to uh, fire back on behalf of the Collingwood supporters when they think of North Melbourne, they think who? <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway,
1: all right, that'll do us. Cheers. Good luck.
2: Peace.